What's up, guys, and welcome to another edition of Books, Business, and Branding for authors or writers. I am your host, Ashley M. King, and today we're going to talk about how to get your book um, on the shelves of bookstores and major retailers. So, on uh, one of my popular videos that I'll post right here. <laughs> Um, you guys are loving that video and I get a lot of questions, um, from that video and I want to read one particular one that I received recently, okay? And the question says, Dear Ashley, I watched your video on YouTube and I have been writing books for 13 years and I still don't have my books in Barnes & Noble's store. But today, I submitted my fiction book to Barnes & Noble's at corporate office. I was denied years ago because I was with Amazon, but now my books are published with Ingram Spark and um, on Walmart.com and Barnes & Noble's Press Online. My question is, do you think Barnes & Nobles will say yes this time to my book since I have um, Ingram Spark? And if so, could I submit my other three books with Barnes & Nobles Corporate? And lastly, how many books will they order for their stores if they say yes. So I definitely want to thank um, that viewer for sending in that question. Um, I did reply to them via email, but I also want to provide you with this same information. I am not a buyer for Barnes & Nobles or any um, major retailer or company, so I cannot give um, specific answers as far as um, how many books they will order and if they will even accept it this time around. Um, but I do want to share some information that I was able to uncover while, while researching this. So the first aspect are the things that I guess you can handle to um, give your book a better chance to be picked up by um, buyers. And then we're going to talk about how to develop that relationship with your local bookstores um, to, to build that demand. And then we're going to actually look at Barnes & Noble's website um, to see how you can pitch your book um, for consideration to their corporate office. All right, so the first one, right? that you need to do is make sure your book looks as professional as possible. We want to talk about the book cover, right? So a lot of, I see a lot of, um, you know, self-published authors that either design the book cover themselves or just maybe, you know, maybe creating something on Canva. There's nothing wrong with Canva. But if you do not have that artistic eye, not just an artistic eye, but an artistic eye for book covers in the publishing industry to know what sells, to know what people look for in a specific genre, then I would suggest you um, to outsource this particular task to um, a professional, right, that handles um, designing book covers. Because I've actually had an um, author who paid someone to design to actually draw out their book cover which is great you know they're very the author is very passionate about their books but the problem was the image was incorrect so when it came to laying it um laying it out for the book cover the actual what should have been in the front of the image was on the back and what was on the back should have been on the front like the image has to be reversed so i don't want to say a waste of money we was able to utilize it by you know finessing some things around but it, it wasn't the greatest experience you know had you known 
what to look for, what to do, it would have saved that entire headache. So definitely please outsource this outsource this particular task. Um, I have my Get It Done Publishing Company that we help um, numerous authors successfully self-publish and get their book out there to their target audience. Alright, so next, definitely, you should have already have the book professionally edited. Please, 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 professionally edit. And I know if your budget cannot um, afford a professional edited editor please have several eyes if you have anyone that maybe has a english background whether in college um english teacher please have several rounds of revision um a lot of times people come and say i just need my book proofread which they don't they rather need copy and line editing proof um reading is the absolute last after your book has already been formatted so after your book has been edited um and formatted then you're going to proofread to make sure there's no widows no you know pair um periods or co commas in the wrong place that is the absolute last type of editing you need which is proofreading so make sure that you get your book um, professionally edited. The next one to talk about is the ISBN and barcodes. A lot of times I get authors who are very excited to self-publish their book on Amazon. And then they come back and they're like, oh, well, I've heard of Ingram. Um, I've heard of other, you know, platforms that I would like to um, publish my book on. Or even I want to sell on my website. I, even though Amazon, Ingram... I believe draft to digital all these other platforms provide um, free ISBNs. I highly recommend you to either purchase yours um, directly from Bowker, Boker, I always say wrong, Boker, Bowker, B-O-W-K-E-R.com, um, or from a publishing company. Like I, depending on the book, um, the author, I will um, put my ISBN barcode um, from my publishing company, Get It Done Publishing, on their book that does not entitle us to any rights or royalties or anything to your book. It's just important because when we talk about later on building relationships with the bookstore, they're going to look at the ISBN. And a lot of bookstores do not like Amazon because they've taken a lot of business from them, right? Um, and so when you have a ISBN, let's just say you as an author purchase your ISBN if you can, you know, actually have a legit company. So if I just had Ashley King um, books, you know, that's not as professional as saying get it done publishing, right? It gives you that more credibility that is actually established by a publishing company versus it's just your name on the um, ISBN. So definitely um, purchase your ISBN and your barcode um, and have those um, uploaded to your book when it's in the designing phase. Alright, so next, um, let's see, accepting returns <clears throat> and your wholesale discount. If you watched the um, popular video that I talked about, well, I'll place here. Um, when you are uploading to Ingram, they are treating you as a traditional publishing company, so you do need to leave a credit card on file. You do need to, I'm going to say, you don't have to offer wholesale discounting at all. I don't think so, yeah. But generally, they are expecting, I believe, 30 to 55%, or then maybe 35 to 55, but 55% is the highest cap. 
Because if you're selling a book for $20, the bookstore is not expecting to buy that from you for $20. They're expecting to get it from you for $10 or even $9 so that they can make a sale, make a profit on your book. And let's just say your book is $20 inside the retail store. But yet they want to offer a discount. Maybe they are having a 40% off sale in the bookstore or, you know, whatever type of discount they're offering and your book is um, found to be within that discount. They still want to be able to make a profit. So generally, when you are looking to get your book into a major retailers such as Barnes and Nobles or in the bookshelves of Target or Walmart um, or Books a Million, they are looking, one, that your books are returnable. Meaning that if by chance they purchase 10,000 copies of your book and within six months they only sell 9,500 9, copies, they're going, they have the uh, capability to return 500 copies of the book and get their money back. Guess what? With Ingram, your credit card has to be on file. So you will be charged that 500, whatever, you know, cost for the 500 books. Um, you can have them either shipped back to you or have them destroyed. Nonetheless, the bookstore is expecting to get their um, money back for those 500 copies not sold. And also, in addition to having them to be returnable, you need to offer that wholesale um, discount. So whether it's that 30 um 30 to 55 percent within there they're expecting it generally they expect 55 percent um so you just want to weigh your options when you are um desiring to get your book onto the major retailers like if you are an entrepreneur you already have a following you have a funnel system in place and you are generating the sales you have to think about that when you are, let's just say you do successfully get your book into Barnes & Nobles, Target, Walmart, Books and Million, all these different platforms that you want them to be on, your royalties of what you are expecting to receive will go down 50 to possibly 75%. 50 to 75% because you get you got to pay the middleman, you got to pay the bookstore. Everyone is expecting their cut. Now, granted, you know, if your book tech does take off and sells millions and you become a New York best time seller, great, bravo. But that doesn't happen to a lot of the authors. It doesn't happen to a majority of us. So um, just think about that when you are going to um, put your book on, uh, you know, all these different re retailers. And I actually, it's so funny because the people, the people's mindset is if your book is on Target, doc, in Target, Walmart, um, Barnes and Nobles, then you've actually made it. But there are some people who actually got signed a traditional publishing contract, maybe only made a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand dollars from that particular book sale, and really haven't recouped or made any money from that because their book isn't selling. But yet you can find it on, you know, Barnes and Nobles or you might maybe the local area, the regional area or whatever it may be. And that's success for them. But if you're someone that understands business, by me doing a little more work, by shipping out my books, I'd rather make 10 to $15 per book versus 2 to $3 per book and having it everywhere. So... Not, oh, and my story I was going to get, I actually met a young lady that I had worked with in the past, and I told her, you know, I had a book out, um, a, my particular book, um, You Got This Mama, A Tribute to New, and 
um, expecting moms. And she was like, oh, well, oh, great. You know, tell me where I can find us. Like, my website, you know. I'm selling it on my website. I was not in Barnes & Nobles or Amazon or anything of that nature. Um, is my book on Amazon? No, my book, no. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I didn't put it on those platforms. Because, um, well, Ingram did a whole other video about that. I didn't like the paper they used. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to sell this book myself. I'm do a little bit more work and get a higher profit per book. All right, so not to get off on a tangent. Um, next, so once you actually make sure that the book in itself is um, can competitively rival a traditional published book, then you want to talk about the marketing aspect. Get your um, pitch together, right? Not just um, why your book is good, right? Because everyone's book is good. But what book? Um, sellers of bookstores care about is why your book is going to sell, right? I mean, great, you have a good book, but how's that going to help my pocket? Like, me putting your books on my bookshelf, how is that going to bring in profits into my store? Like, what makes your book sell? So, besides, you know, being an Amazon um, bestseller, which, once again, bookstores are not am like Amazon, have your book won any awards? Like, how many books have your, how many copies of your book have already sold? Um, what is the currently marketing strategy that you have? Um, any other materials that you have that can impress that um, bookseller? Now, this is generally, I'll, later on in the video, I will talk about Barnes and Noble specifically, um, they do have that information out there. But this is just generally if you want to go to your local bookstore. Um, maybe uh, within your particular area, there's a company that owns 5 to 10, you know, bookstores in the area. This is a great start. If you are trying to pitch a big company like Barnes and Noble's in Target to say that, hey, within... Um, Get It Done Publishing Bookstores, which they have 15 locations within Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I have sold 25,000 copies um, within six months. I think those are some great numbers, right? Um, and that is a good reason to say, hey, you know, within this local area, based on the marketing that I have done, um, I was able to sell 25,000 thousand copies within this amount of time, I think that's something they will take notice to, right? So you want to talk about your achievements and different things that you have done um, with your book, like the marketing strategy, the marketing plan that you have in place that has garnered you um, the, the success that you have um, as well. So next, um, physically what you've done, you want to make sure that your book is on Ingram. Right now, I'm gonna. Ingram is the largest um, wholesaler or largest distributor out there, but it is not the only distributor out there. And I will do another um, video about other distributors that you can use to get your book into major retailers. But Ingram, it is the largest, so that is why you would hear me and perhaps other people talk about Ingram because it is the largest. That is the one that most retailers go to um, to see if they're interested in purchasing your books. All right, and let me do a little backtracking. Also, in your marketing plan, you want to talk about any um, press release, any blogs that is in there, podcasts, all those different things are what you want to talk about in your your pitch letter, your marketing kit, you want to present your book in the best way, in the best light possible, right? You want to have this all together, all right? And so now we want to make sure that our book is on Ingram. 
So when you do go into these bookstores, you know, and you build that relationship, that one-on-one um, with that particular buyer of that local bookstore, the regional bookstore, you want to let them know, hey, this is all what I've been able to accomplish with my books. If won awards, I've been on this, you know, podcast. These are the reviews that I have. And um, build that relationship. And if you see that they're type of hesitant, say, hey, how about I do a um, book signing at your store, right? And based on the turnout, the book buys that we have, we can just do a test run. Maybe I'll bring in, you know, 50 copies of the book and we see how it sells. And based on what you see that day or that night of the book signing, you can make your decision off of that. Now... Books are just not going to sell on their own. People are just not going to show up to the book signing. You have to do the work. I know a lot of authors, we are behind the scene. We don't want to be bothered with people. We want to stay to ourselves. Um, we don't want to do the marketing aspect. But if you don't have a marketing team, you are the team. You are the sales team. You are the marketing team. Um, you gonna ha- You're going to handle it all until... You know, you generate the sales to bring other people on. Or you just find a kind-hearted person who really believes in you and going to work pro bono. Either way, um, you have to do the work. So start going, you know, live on your social media platforms. Going out into the community. Let people know that you are having this book signing. Um, to let them know that, you know, if you have a great turnout, people come out and purchase. That this is an opportunity for your dreams to come true as an author to be on the bookshelves. And this is just, you know, step one or the beginning of many things. So you have to still go out here and network. Do the work. You know, people need to know who you are. They need to see your face. Um, Why do they need to purchase your book? Yes, it's good, but how is it going to help them in their particular lives? Why should they spend their hard-earned money, whether it's $15, $20, $30? Why should I spend my money on your book? And as an author, I know we are highly invested in our books but you have to think about it from a consumer standpoint like why am i going to spend my money with you and why am i going to spend this money on this particular book so that's why um you need to think about when you are pitching to a bookstore why your book is going to sell and also when you're speaking to um the consumer the reader you know why should they purchase your books all right so hopefully, you know, you have a great turnout with the um, the uh, book signing and the books uh, owner, the bookstore owner, will take that leap of faith and, you know, start that initial purchase with you. Um, and they will purchase the books through Ingram, which they will look at, you know, the discount that you offer, all the books returnable, um, all those different things that I kind of talked about before that they will consider because they are in it for business. They want to make sure they have a profit. Um, Another thing that you can do, if you just like, you want to get a feel of it, is I actually, when I very first got started, my first book, The God, The S Factor, I actually did my book on consignment at a local bookstore. And I think they were selling at $15 at the time, and we did, I don't know, I don't know if it was a 70-30, 60-40 split, whatever it was, um, where if, you know, the book sells, I will get 60 or 70% and they will keep the 30, 40. And then after maybe three months, I will come back to pick up which books haven't sold or, um, you know, they've also to kind of replenish before then. So that is something you can do to get a taste 
of having your book physically on the bookshelf. And if there's a local, like a one particular view in a small town, you could start off there. You know, hey, approach them. Let them know who you are, your book, why it would sell in their bookstore. Um, and you also need to know the audience of their bookstore, right? If you um, approach a comic bookstore and you have a biblical book, you know, something religious, faith-based, they probably won't do well at a comic book store, right? Because their audience is not looking for that. They're coming in there for comics. So while you may be excited to approach a bookstore to have your book on their bookshelves, you want to make sure that that particular audience for the bookstore also lines up um, with the audience of your book. Alright, so let's, we talked about, you know, um, crafting your pitch, going in to build that relationship with the bookstore owner, um, you know, s telling them why your book will sell, not just why it's good. Um, also, talk about, if it's like a local bookstore, how you can do consignment sales. Um, and those generally work good for the local stores. And also, if you're doing a book signing, bring a crowd, do a test run. Let them know that the people in that local area will come out to purchase your book. Like, you do have a following, you do have a crowd. And if you do this first run with me, and, you know, I sell at least 80% of the books that are here, then, you know, you'll, you'll craft that um, partnership or create that partnership in which you would keep your you know books on the bookshelves for the next six months or whatever the agreement is all right and so next i believe we talked about what you need to do building that relationship and guys just kind of go in even if you're still in the process of, process of writing your book or you're not necessarily confident in um pitching right away maybe you need to work on your 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 pitch kit, your press kit, still go in and talk to the local bookstore owner. Let them know that, hey, I'm a local author. Um, I have a book coming out in the next three months, you know, entitled X, Y, and Z. Um, I just want to build this relationship with you. Um, see, you know, what books sell well in your bookstore? What type of books are you um, looking for? Are you open for this type of genre in your book? And... To end the the man the excuse me the person who sent in the question, um, I can't give a definite answer why because bookstores or retailers also look at books um, that are in the similar genre um, and see how they've done is in the past as well. So sometimes if books in a particular genre haven't done well that are similar to yours. They're perhaps not inclined to pick up that book. However, if they know that that particular audience, maybe in a region, is just overall in that store, does well, then yes. So I, you know, couldn't give a definitely answer. As I said um, in my response to them, there are many different things to think of. But I'm sharing with you the things that you, as an author, can control on your, your end. Alright, so next we're actually going to look at Barnes & Noble's website let me get this together all right so if you go to Barnes and Noble's website they actually have the things that they look for in order to sell your book to them so if you go here um 
They ask that you please do not send in physical book submissions to the small press department. Um, unsolicited materials sent to the office will not be returned. Um, if you have a compelling marketing plan, once again, it is important that you have a marketing plan, plan that press kit, things that they that you've done already to, to show the success of this book or expecting significant media slash publicity that would drive customers to book to book retailers looking for your title, you can email them. All right, you need the ISBN of your title, the subject um, line in your email, details on your marketing media publicity, the name of the wholesaler distributor that is handling your fulfillment of the retail trade. And the reason why um, they don't want it to be you, like myself, is because they can order 25,000 books. That's that's probably on the low end. They can order 100,000 books at a time. And me trying to, one, I'll have to go to the printer, get 100,000 copies printed, and then turn around and mail them out, versus Ingram. They can print them right there and have 100,000 copies shipped to, you know, that retail office within the X amount of time frame. A link to your title on bnm.com, right? So they are already expecting your book to be on their online retailer. So that's another reason why it's important that your book is on Ingram because when you upload it to Ingram, you have that um, capability of putting it on Barnes and Noble's online um, website. And then also your hometown. All right, so the review process with Barnes and Nobles can take four to six weeks. Um, and you will be contacted via email with their decision. Um, all books will be considered for store placement based on the subject matter and sellability. All right, so once again, there's so many factors that go into your particular book. And I would say reason maybe, you know, the hometown, they take that in consideration. Maybe if your book is does well with a particular market or particular region instead of doing all of their Barnes and Noble store maybe they just do stores within the local region right um, which would make sense because um, if I have a cookbook that does quite well in you know the south you know because we make fry things we like sweetness you know we like all that versus maybe California that's more on the healthy tip Maybe as a buyer, I'm thinking, you know, hey, this wouldn't do so well um, on the West Coast because it may be more health conscious than the South Coast. But these are Southern, Geechee, Gullah recipes that would do quite well in Southern Belt. So how about we take this book and just focus it on the Southern market? Those are just different things as a book buyer, right? If I'm thinking of a corporation, billions of dollars, these are... Just the few of the many different things they think about. All right. Um, and they also have a list here where you can uh, click on the FAQs. Um, does your book have to have an ISBN? Yes, it does. Um, I think. And they actually have a ISBN.org they have here. Um, does your book need to have a barcode? Yes. Um, they also, what sort of binding is your book? These are different things they consider. The trade, paperback, hardcover, audiobook, etc. Is your book available through a wholesaler? So they go through these type of things. Um, is your book priced competitively? 
with other titles and similar topics and quality. I did not touch upon that, but that goes back to knowing the marketability in the audience, right? So if they look at a book, the book buyer looks at a book that is similar to yours, and maybe that particular book did, did quite well, but it, it sold at a $20 price point, and you're selling at $25, they will take that in consideration because people can be picky, you know. Um, there's a marketing technique as why stuff is labeled, um, you know, 99 cent or ends in 99 or ends in um, 97 or 95. There's a marketing strategy behind that. So maybe, you know, they're interested in your book. They may approach you and say, hey, um, we're willing to purchase this book, but we want at the we wanted at the twenty dollar rate versus the twenty five because due to you know statistics and our study books similar to this have done quite well, but um, when we tested it out to sell it at twenty five. We noticed that the sales decline. They probably ain't gonna be all that detailed with you. I don't know, but um, we noticed that when it was twenty dollars, that was like the um, target number that worked quite well and helped the book to do sales. All right, so I hope that has helped you. Um, just to kind of recap, you want to focus on things that you can control, the book cover, the editing, um, that you're purchasing your ISBN to make it, you know, look professional, not have it on Amazon, um, local book, uh, book retailers, they're not too fond of Amazon because Amazon has taken business from them. Um, your marketing packet, marketing strategy, you know, have you put this book out, um, in um, award competition has it won any awards different things of that nature what are the the press that you have done have you sent it off to your local newspaper maybe got picked up in a newspaper have you done you know been on the local news these are just different things that can help you garner the attention that you desire in order to get your book and placement in the local and major um, retailers and reach out to the local booksellers. Let them know that your book is available on Ingram Spark and that, um, you know, you're looking to build that relationship and possibly have your, you want your book on the bookshelves and pitch them as far as just having a book signing. Can we do a test run and see how it works out? You know, within the next three months, can you purchase, you know, 100 copies of my books, whatever it's, you know, whatever the size of the bookstore may be because 100 copies may be too big. Let's just say, hey, you know, for the next three months, can we, you know, try 50 books? And, you know, you as an author, you're still promoting your book. Let them know that your book is available um, uh, with the local bookstore. Another um, website that I actually use, I believe, let me go ahead, bookshop.org. And this, yeah, bookshop.org, I actually have, um, I sell books through there. And the beautiful thing about it is that when your book sells that you promote or whatever, the money, um, or when people buy the book, the money is donated to local bookstores. So one of your pitches that you can use if it's a local bookstore is to say, hey, I have my book. It is on Ingram. I put it on bookshop.org. And the proceeds from my book sales, I'm going to donate. It's going to be donated to your bookstore. I think that's a great sale right there. So that website is bookshop.org. I'll put that link down below. Um, and then next, you know, after you've kind of created that relationship, you want to, and you're ready to kind of go to barnesandnobles.com, hey, go ahead. We talked about what they look for. Um, Godspeed. And if you guys have done any of these things, 
Um, please send me your questions. Give me your feedback. I'm, I want to know. I want to hear from you guys. I love it when you email me. You know, it. Um, I learn from you guys just as much as you learn from me. So it's a win-win. It's a partnership here. All right? So thank you all much, so much for tuning in. Once again, my name is Ashley M. King. I am the Get It Done Queen. And I help people of faith tell their story through writing a book and leverage their message to create brands and not just books. To learn more about me, you can go to www.ashleymking.com. But please make sure you like, subscribe, comment, turn on the notifications for my channel so that you know when I go um, my next video is posted. Thank you so much. Love y'all. Have a blessed day.